Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the last day of the longest month <laughs> in the year, January. Today's January 31st to welcome everybody and we made it. You made it. Somehow we made it through the month of January and everybody said, thank you, Jesus. Today we are continuing the book of Exodus. We started a brand new book yesterday and we are just picking right up where we left off yesterday. Exodus chapters 4, 5, and 6. This week we are reading the New English Translation. Exodus chapter 4. Moses answered again, And if they do not believe me or pay attention to me, but say, The Lord has not appeared to you? The Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A staff, the Lord said, throw it to the ground. So he threw it to the ground, and it became a snake, and Moses ran from it. But the Lord said to Moses, Put out your hand and grab it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it, and it became a staff in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. The Lord also said to him, Put your hand into your robe. So he put his hand into his robe, and when he brought it out, there was his hand, leprous like snow. He said, Put your hand back into your robe. So he put his hand back into his robe, and when he brought it out from his robe, there it was, restored like the rest of his skin. If they do not believe you or pay attention to the former sign, then they may believe the latter sign. And if they do not believe even these two signs or listen to you, then take some water from the Nile and pour it out on the dry ground. The water you take out of the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. Then Moses said to the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not an eloquent man, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave mouth to man? Or who makes a person mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? So now go, and I will be with your mouth, and will teach you what you must say. But Moses said, O oh my Lord, please send anyone else whom you wish to send. Then the Lord became angry with Moses, and he said, What about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he can speak very well. Moreover, he is coming to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. So you are to speak to him, and put the words in his mouth, and as for me, I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you both what you must do. He will speak for you to the people, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were his God. You will also take in your hand the staff with which you will do the signs. So Moses went back to his father-in-law Jethro and said to him, Let me go so that I may return to my relatives in Egypt and see if they are still alive. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. The Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go back to Egypt, because all the men who were seeking your life are dead. Then Moses took his wife and sons and put them on a donkey and headed back to the land of Egypt, and Moses took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the wonders I have put under your control. But I will harden his heart, and he will not let the people go. You must say to Pharaoh, 
This is what the Lord has said. Israel is my firstborn, and I said to you, Let my son go, that he may serve me. But since you have refused to let him go, I will surely kill your son, your firstborn. Now on the way, at a place where they stopped for the night, the Lord met Moses and sought to kill him. But Sephora took a flint knife, cut off the foreskin of her son, and touched it to Moses' feet, and said, Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So the Lord let him alone. At that time, she said, A bridegroom of blood, referring to the circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Go to the wilderness to meet Moses. So he went and met him at the mountains of God and greeted him with a kiss. Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him and all the signs that he had commanded him. Then Moses and Aaron went and brought together all the Israelite elders. Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people, and the people believed. When they heard that the Lord had attended to the Israelites and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed down close to the ground. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, has said. Release my people so that they may hold a pilgrim feast to me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey him by releasing Israel? I do not know the Lord, and I will not release Israel. And they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go a three-day journey into the wilderness, so that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, so that he does not strike us with plague or the sword. The king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you cause the people to refrain from their work? Return to your labor. Pharaoh was thinking, the people of the land are now many, and you are giving them rest from their labor. That same day, Pharaoh commanded the slave masters and foremen who were over the people, you must no longer give straw to the people for making bricks as before. Let them go and collect straw for themselves. But you must require of them the same quota of bricks that they were making before. Do not reduce it, for they are slackers. That is why they are crying, Let us go sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for the men so they will keep at it and pay no attention to lying words. So the slave masters of the people and their foremen went to the Israelites and said, Thus says Pharaoh, I am not giving you straw. You go get straw for yourselves wherever you can find it because there will be no reduction at all in your workload. So the people spread out through all the land of Egypt to collect stubble for straw. The slave masters were pressuring them, saying, Complete your work for each day just like when there was straw. The Israelite foremen whom Pharaoh's slave masters had set over them were beaten and were asked, Why did you not complete your requirement for brickmaking as in the past, both yesterday and today? The Israelite foremen went and cried out to Pharaoh, why are you treating your servants this way? No straw is given to your servants, but we are told, make bricks. Your servants are even being beaten, but the fault is with your people. The Pharaoh replied, you are slackers, slackers. That is why you are saying, let us go sacrifice to the Lord. So now get back to work. You will not be given straw, but you must still produce your quota of bricks. The Israelite foremen saw that they were in trouble when they were told, you must not reduce the daily quota of your bricks. When they went out from Pharaoh, they encountered Moses and Aaron standing there to meet them. And they said to them, May the Lord look on you and judge, 
because you have made us stink in the opinion of Pharaoh and his servants, so that you have given them an excuse to kill us. Moses returned to the Lord and said, Lord, why have you caused trouble for this people? Why did you ever send me? From the time I went to speak to Pharaoh in your name, he has caused trouble for this people, and you have certainly not rescued them. And the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh, for compelled by my strong hand, he will release them, and by my strong hand, he will drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I was not known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as resident foreigners. I have also heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, tell the Israelites, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will rescue you from the hard labor they impose, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you to myself for a people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from your enslavement to the Egyptians. I will bring you to the land I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am the Lord. Moses told this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and hard labor. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he must release the Israelites from his land. But Moses replied to the Lord, If the Israelites did not listen to me, then how will Pharaoh listen to me since I speak with difficulty? The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge for the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt. These were the heads of their father's households. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were Hanak and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These were the clans of Simeon. Now these were the names of the sons of Levi according to their records, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The length of Levi's life was 137 years. The sons of Gershon, by their families, were Libni and Shimei. The sons of Kohath were Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzil. The length of Kohath's life was 133 years. The sons of Merari were Melai and Mushai. These were the clans of Levi, according to their records. Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she bore him Aaron and Moses. The length of Amram's life was 137 years. The sons of Izhar were Korah, Nepeg, and Zikri. The sons of Uzil were Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sithri. Aaron married Elisheba, the daughter of Aminadab and sister of Nashon, and she bore him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. The sons of Korah were Aser, Elkanah, and Abiasaph. These were the Korahite clans. Now Eleazar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Petzul, and she bore him Phinehas. These were the heads of the father's households of Levi, according to their clans. It was the same Aaron and Moses to whom the Lord said, 
bring the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. These were the men who were speaking to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, in order to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. It was the same Moses and Aaron. When the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I am telling you. But Moses said before the Lord, Since I speak with difficulty, why should Pharaoh listen to me? I'm sure that none of us relate to trying to talk God out of the thing that he's called us to do. We can do that by finding the thing that should disqualify us, or we can do it by making excuses. We can even take things that other people have said to us and their hurt and their jealousy and their envy and live from the truth and try to convince God of why we should not do the thing that he has called us to do. Now, let's just sit with that for a second. Maybe the expectation has been placed on us uh, of great proportion that we need to do something as huge as going and freeing a people from a foreign land in which we had to flee (laughs) Or maybe it's as simple as feeding someone with the extra food that we have available in our own home. I know personally I have lived from such high expectations of what doing great things in the name of the work of the Lord actually are and missed opportunities right before my face. We can so easily look outside the realm of what is right in front of us. And we can so easily get caught up in the opinions of what people have said and place that on the work of the Lord. When all we're trying to do is meet expectations of outside voices, what's important is that we obey the voice of God. We see Moses here trying to diminish himself, trying to talk the Lord out of the task in which God has undoubtedly called him to do and sends his mouthpiece, his brother. God provides. And we see this here. We see God providing what we may lack and what we may lack, what we may think is the thing that disqualifies us, that diminishes us, that brings us there at a deficit. And we could use it as a crutch and we can lean on it. And then we start walking with a limp and we're so dependent on the crutch to being part of our story and for being uh, the thing of why God should not use someone such as us. And we can so easily live from there. And we can so easily miss opportunities. We're not all going to free people, masses amount of people from a land. But what mighty thing God could do in someone that he needs to do something in by way of us, if we allow him to. So maybe we just sit with that today and let that sink in. 
And it's not to shame us and beat ourselves over the heads of missed opportunities and regret, but to make sure that we do not miss opportunities going forward. Because what if someone's freedom was dependent on our obedience? Jesus, thank you for this time together. Thank you for this space. Thank you for these words. Thank you for these stories, how they penetrate our hearts. They cause us to look in the mirror and they cause us to reflect. But I pray that we do not look back in reflection with shame, with self-contempt, and that we would be kind in our gaze. We would find compassion the way that you extend compassion to us. Let us be willing let us be obedient and let us be doers of the things that you have called us to do. Pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you'd like to partner with Daily Audio Bible, if this is life-giving, we thank you each and to everyone for partnering with us. We could not do this without you. We're so grateful we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, D-A-B, P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. Or you can use the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner of your mobile app. And lastly, look for the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways for you to do so. 800-583-2164. Or once again, utilizing that app, Hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner you have two minutes hit submit turn the wheel to chronological and it will get to the right place that's it for me today we'll turn the page together tomorrow and i look forward to it we'll turn the page together tomorrow and start a brand new month i'm jill until then love one another good morning daily audio bible blessings to each of you I'm requesting a prayer from Ohio for a person that is residing in Florida right now. Um, we were together for a while and then he has anger issues and got angry with me and changed our circumstances. I have been praying for him ever since and I've been sending messages to him with daily audio bible messages and jesus calling messages i ask that you would pray with me that he can get over his anger angers and accept that god is trying to make a relationship for us and that i am all in and that i have asked for forgiveness and let God help him forgive me. Thank you. Um, this is Minita once again. I keep thinking about Dina, uh, the truck driver. Um, the last prayer, I think I got a little convict, convicted. I had said a word that it came out. I, I should not said uh, common sense, you know, because I also try to end my life, not in a bad way, but just drinking NyQuil. Almost drank like almost a whole bottle of NyQuil. 
And I slept like 20 hours or more because I was so depressed. Um, my husband divorced me with, a, with no reason. Later on, I found out that yes, there was a reason. He was with someone else and didn't wanna be with me. He was not living, uh, he was living guilt, a guilt life, because he knew that I was a good woman, a good wife, a good mother, and he had no reason to leave me. But someone else came along in his life and yeah, he left me with no reason, so I was very depressed and uh, I didn't want to live anymore, uh, Dina. But there is hope in Jesus and uh, the common sense part of that last prayer, ignore it because it has nothing to do with common sense. Sometimes we we can our minds get blocked and we think the worst and you know we, we just think we're not good and we have no purpose here in life, but we do. Jesus gives us life. Okay, he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except to Jesus. Jesus died the cross for you and me. He loves us so much. Hang in there, my sweet sister. And when you can't hang on strong, he will he will hold you with his mighty hand. I love you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yes, hi. My name is Annie. I'm from upstate New York. I've been doing chronological. I think this is my third year now. Um, and I pray along with all the prayer requests that are called in and the ones that we never hear of. Um, this is a community. I'm leaving in a few minutes to have two surgical procedures done on my pancreas. I've been hospitalized three times so far for pancreas pancreatitis problems and they couldn't do the surgery last time in November uh, but had to scrape out all the scar tissue so I'm going now. I may need a third procedure which I would again be hospitalized for. I'm just praying for God's will for his way. Uh, also I was in a 42 year marriage with a functional alcoholic and which ended in October by my choice. I just couldn't take it anymore. Now we're living in different states and much better friends. Um, I also need a place to live in the very near future since my house flooded this past summer and I'm living with the mold and everything. God's been telling me Tennessee, although I do have a place with my best friend in Florida. I just pray for his will on that also. Thank you for all your prayers. Bless all of you. I pray for you daily. In Jesus' name, amen.